Hello, and welcome to the kickoff episode of Retro Movie Roundtable. I'm your host, Russell Guest, and joining me is my co-host and good friend, John Flack. John, say hello. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. Yes. Uh, this is the beginning, and I'm excited. How about you? I am super excited. So welcome to the Retro Movie Roundtable podcast. This is a podcast where we're going to choose movies uh, at least 10 years or older, and we're going to break them down. Each episode will be a different movie, and we hope to cover a lot of different tastes and genres and a whole whole spectrum out there. And this is a episode to say hello, give you a flavor for who we are, and what this show is going to be about. John, tell them where we met. Well, we met in the small town, uh, city, you might say, of oh, Charleston, West Virginia, uh, in junior high school. Back in the seventh grade, as we went to different elementary schools, but quickly formed a pretty strong friendship and uh, bonded over a number of things outside of movies, from video games to music to uh, just general fandom of different things, sports, and uh, it's blossomed into something a little little different today. John and I are born in 1985. We're born a day apart. I'm older, so I might be a little more wise, have been on this earth a little bit longer. Um, so... He's, he's got those aged looks, though. That's the, <laughs> I, 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 I've got the youth now. So that, that gives you an idea of the perspective that we'll be coming from. So, yes, we're millennials, but we're that, like, early, early uh, pivotal part of the millennial spectrum there where you're uh, kind of in the X, kind of in the millennial uh, door, half foot in, half foot out. The Xennials, as some people refer to it, uh, the sub-generation there. Uh, so we've been watching movies our whole lives, and uh, it's not something new for us. John, when did you discover that you had a thing for movies? You know, I can't even put an age on it. I was pretty young, though. Uh, I really enjoyed watching them with my father from a pretty young age, uh, as he exposed me to uh, a pretty wide variety of uh, genres and, and films, uh, he being a teacher himself, uh, he, he was a very good guide to have at that moment. And I think he, he might've realized I had a kind of special appreciation, but it, definitely by the age of 10, I kind of realized I liked movies more so than most of my friends, uh, and, uh, in, including different types of movies. But a lot of kids that age, you, you tend to stick more with, uh, Kids movies, action movies, you know, things of that nature. But I, I'd already really branched into enjoying dramas at that point as well. Uh, so I, I can't really pinpoint an exact time of it, but I realized I liked to break down and analyze various aspects of, of the movies from the writing to the acting to the effects direction. Uh, definitely by the time we hit junior high school. I was already really into looking at those facets of the movie making process. I met John. Yourself? I met John, and I thought a couple things. I thought, man, that guy's pretty tall because uh, I'm short. Uh, and two, this guy's a movie guy, <laughs> like right off the bat. And also, uh, he's better at video games than I am, and I can get all the tips for how to beat the things that I have trouble beating from this guy. So uh, <laughs> definitely a good friend to have. Um, so <laughs> um, for me. 
I may have come a little bit later, actually probably about the same time in junior high when I realized uh, I might be maybe a slight leg up on some people. Uh, I used to be in uh, scouts and we used to take like these uh, week long uh, camping trips and, you know, we'd play fun games, you know, like uh, one of the games like that that we would play either in the van on the way up or around the campfire would be uh, movie games where you have to name a movie, but you had to have seen it. And furthermore, if you are called on it, you have to be able to give some information about it. So, uh, they can kind of call your bluff, um, just to make sure nobody's just naming movies that they know exist, but haven't seen. They, we'd go in a big ring. And th again, these games take like a week to play out because uh, it takes time. And, uh, regularly I would get down to the last person or the next to last person. So I was doing quite well, even competing with people who were older than me. And again, that, that the more years you're on this earth, the more movies you watch. So, um, in college, uh, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, Mary and I would rent movies a ton. Uh, they used to have a, it was in the dwindling days of the rental stores and they had like a program to like any, used rental uh one free rental a day uh, we cleaned up on that pretty well actually um so two of us could go in there and uh, each of us with separate accounts could get a free movie and not even get anything else and nor did we so uh we just ignored the outer walls of the uh movie gallery i think it was and uh just watched a ton of movies and it's something we've always enjoyed together as well so well, and I think that, you know, we got lucky in our age uh, because it's interesting you're talking about rentals because, uh, you know, y younger folks, it, that might seem like a little bit of a foreign concept if it's not put straight into your house, be it digitally or in the mail. Uh, and we have kind of been lucky in that we got to see wide access to movies and it really helps give you a diverse variety to choose from uh whereas when we did have to go to i remember superstar video at ashton place there in charleston uh you were you know at, at the will of the store is what they had in stock and not even just what movies they had sometimes they'd all be taken and so you had to go with something else and a vhs and then even more so uh we only had really one vcr to watch uh anything on now you have all these devices and different ways to watch them, you know, your video game systems, your computers, all this stuff. Now you can watch movies in so many different ways. And I think that we're just extremely lucky that we have all of these tools to watch these movies now. Um, but I don't know, did people, people started, uh, giving you credit. I know for a fact as being a movie guy, uh, certainly by high school. Um, I'm sure other people started to notice around you and your family as well. Is this true? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so my, my, my dad was about the only other one. I, I watched mostly kind of classic movies with him, but he had a, a knack for reading reviews a lot and liked to find kind of the not blockbuster advertised films that were coming to the theater uh, and even take me to the to the movies and try to see them as well. Uh, he's a big Coen Brothers fan. Uh, and I, I mean, I, I guess at a younger age I, I was watching turner classic movies uh i i couldn't have paid my friends probably to watch some of these films with me but um, i just really enjoyed it at that that time i'm not sure what drew me to it so much but um i it, i'm glad it did yeah and you know i didn't 
take myself as a movie guy. If anything, I was a music guy. I love music a lot. And um, so uh, for me, it wasn't until I got out and work and a lot of friends would just be like, man, you know, every movie or like, you know, every reference or I don't know what that's from. That's funny. What is that from? And um, it's one of those things where I never thought I really knew movies that well. And that's because I always hung around John and uh, one of my other mutual friends, uh, Brian and Chad. And it seems like all all my friends really love movies. And I I always felt like I was playing from behind a little bit. But then you step outside of your circle of friends and you realize, wow, I just know a lot of people who are really into movies. And uh, we we almost provoke each other to watch more and to keep going into it. So um, again, John has seen way more movies than me. So there'll be a lot of episodes where John's seen it and I haven't. But we think that's a good thing. And I do have a life, just just to make sure everyone knows. <laughs> I, I enjoy movies very much, and I don't think there's anything wrong with watching too much, too many of them. But I, I have seen quite a few in my life. Uh, it's always been... And, and I like that you touched on music and everything, too. It's uh, it, it, it did come with a little bit of sacrifice of having to not focus as heavily on, on some other aspects when I was younger of things I did also like. But uh, watching these movies especially when we were younger and didn't have the access to them. It took time. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. And I even found myself writing reviews uh, and ratings uh, on Flickster when Facebook used to share your reviews with your friends and stuff like that. And I kept going years after it stopped. And really up until the time where I took my uh, architectural registrations exams, I, I did do that. And so I had the goal of going back and retroactively reviewing every movie that I had ever seen. This is certainly thousands of movies, and it was a daunting task. And even after I finished my uh, licensure exams, um, which I did, uh, I didn't get back to it. But something else exciting started to happen. Um, we'll put a pen in that. But uh, John, what it, tell people at home why you love movies, though. Like, what what is it this that uh, what is it about them? Well, th- there's a number of things I could mention, but one of the biggest things to me uh, that I find so incredible about them is as far as an art platform, it requires so many people working together. And I just love the idea of people trying to get on the same page and trying to compromise and work together to make something bigger than themselves. And, you know, it takes, you know, you, you're starting with a story and then you have to find you know your director and actors camera workers i mean just especially in movies that come out today they'll often say at the end this movie employed over 10,000 people which to me is just fascinating that so many people can come together to realize one dream like one movie and i i love that idea of collective teamwork to make something happen and uh, it, it doesn't always work, obviously. Sometimes Catwoman. it kind of falls on. Yeah, it, sometimes it falls on its face. And, you know, there are movies there, and I'm sure we've all seen plenty of them, where they have a great cast. And then you watch, you're like, how did they produce such an awful movie with this? Uh, but it, it, it happens from time to Didn't time. Didn't they know it was bad and they needed to, like, change things midway through, you sometimes wonder? <laughs> I, I wonder that myself. Sometimes there's people that are, they're on the set just like, this is not going well. But it, when you're partway through it, what are you going to do? Stop? Like, Start over? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, for me, uh, 
I'm at the other end of the spectrum. I'm on the viewer side. Uh, to me, I've always enjoyed the shared experience with others. I like watching movies uh, myself, but I mean, I really do enjoy talking to other people about the movies that I see and to talk about their opinions. I always like to know, uh, you know, I like to have debates or to find what they saw in the movie that I didn't see. And I'm always excited to share the experience of the movie with somebody, uh, whether you watch them or whether you talk about them after the fact. So uh, it's it's a great uniter. People from all walks of life like movies. Occasionally, you'll meet a weird bird out there that doesn't like movies. And unfortunately, we're usually not compatible. And I'm not going to be friends with them. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, so uh, it's... Uh, it's fun. It uh, reminds you of good times of watching movies with your parents home uh, when you're a kid and watching things, you you know, expanding your uh, knowledge of the world, watching things you shouldn't watch, uh, watching with friends, watching th- uh, with my wife. And a lot of my happy memories uh, are, are just simply sitting around in your pajamas watching a movie. So um, to me, it's, uh, it uh, you know, again, John's more on the creation side, maybe, and I'm more on the, uh, this is just something I selfishly like to share with others. So, and then we want to share that with you guys. Well, and I'm, I'm glad you kind of t- took it that direction because, uh, even in appreciating that the creation process, I love the conversations that are sparked when you talk about a movie, because as you mentioned, someone else might notice something else, you know, that you didn't. And, you know, you might've noticed, uh, you know, the, cinematography and costumes and wardrobe more whereas i heard the music more in this film and it's it makes you stand outside of yourself for a second and be like huh i didn't think of that in that way and uh so it it, the conversations you get after watching them uh, are, are, are so much fun and so i i have to reiterate what you said there the the shared experience uh with people and it just helps you branch into other types of conversation uh because you know many movies are based on real events even if they are fictional stories but they're very relatable to the human experience and uh sometimes we get to talk about how we related to a film be it awkward teenage years to marriage to childhood to being in school, all sorts of things. And it leads to other wonderful conversations. And I think film, uh, I mean, as somebody who's interested in history, is a neat snapshot of where society is at that point in time. And on a similar note, again, I'm an architect, so buildings to me are a moment in time. They represent the means of construction, a place, and a culture and a society at that point in time. And to me, music is perhaps the most closely related art form to architecture, but uh, you certainly have a great deal of parallels between architecture and art, technology and development that's going around you at the time, um, history and the uh, political discourse, uh, how people perceive their culture around them, and as well movies and how you light and how you sequence things and how you move through things. So... uh, well, architecture is one of those really fun fields for me in that uh, you just never stop associating things with other areas. And I think film's certainly an art form that has some connections to architecture. And as a designer, I just think it's uh, really cool. And I relate a lot to maybe the director and as they're trying to, to take the restrictions and the uh, demands of the studio and they have a client just like we do and they're trying to make something creative that they're proud of. 
And as John mentioned, when it's done well, it, it feels really good. And then a lot of people work on a building, particularly of a large scale. But uh, unfortunately, you know, 90% of the buildings out there are just buildings and they're not architecture and they go wrong. So um, it's, uh, it's, un it's exciting to see how movies uh, associate with other things and it connects to a lot of points in time for me. So, yeah. Um, so John, why this podcast? Well, you know, honestly, and kind of looking back on it, is I'm kind of wondering how we didn't get to this sooner. But, you know, when you and I get get together on the phone, as we live in different states now, unfortunately, uh, we talk for a long time, not just about movies, uh, ranging from sports to life to video games to just a anything that, that might be topical at the time. Shoes and chips and, and ceiling wax. <laughs> And um, movies is definitely one of the, uh, the the bigger ones we talk about, especially because I like to refer to quotes and things as much as I do. Um, but it just kind of seemed like, hey, this is uh, – why not try having a shared experience and kind of broaden our horizons a bit and try to go out and create something a little original? It's true. I mean uh... – you know, podcasts seemed intimidating technologically. This is when we got there. And, um, you know, two of our other friends who will, you'll probably undeniably hear on the show at some point as guests wanted to start a podcast with the two of us. And we debated a long time over what the subject matter should be. We threw up tons of ideas. And, um, you know, John and I really gravitated around the idea of a movie podcast i knew john had this expertise at it and he was really good at it and uh i enjoy talking to him for a long period of time about movies and it'd be cool just to talk to him every week if possible and um you know share that with other people again we'd like to see what other people think too so build a community is really what we were trying to do and um our other friends were on the west coast and the, t the scheduling and the logistics uh, were very, very difficult for people, probably too many for a podcast. And so John and I uh, kind of, you know, everybody part ways very amicably. And um, so, uh, like I said, you will definitely hear both of those other friends on our podcast at some point. But, uh, you know, John and I said, let's let's do this thing together. And we started to build this. And it's taken us about five months of work behind the scenes. Uh, you know, neither of us are... Uh, tech people, so to learn the ins and outs of what it takes to do it, as well as, um, you know, figuring out what's uh, what we should do. I mean, our first beta episode lasted three hours, and we said, hmm, that's not going to work. Yeah, it's longer than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth told John, I was like, uh, I, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I think that one of the important things to note is it was nice to and maybe it's because in life I've learned that if you want to get better at something, you, you have to challenge yourself. And this has certainly been a challenge, not just in the technological aspects and everything. But, uh, you know, we know we're not going to hit everything out there. And, you know, we we expect some feedback and even at times criticism, which is which is a good thing. But that's the way you grow. And uh, so uh, I'm excited for you listeners to grow with us and kind of point out when we might not be doing things 
as well as we should be or zigging when we should be zagging. Yeah, your comments uh, this is a growing process. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we you know if you want to hear certain kinds of movies or you're not you feel like you're not being heard on this part of thing if you have an idea for a part of the show that uh, could be added or at the same time if there's just a part of the show that drags and you don't want to hear it, uh, you know if enough people say that we're gonna listen and we we're, we're definitely reading everything you guys send um, and we'll reach back when possible but um, you know we'll always be we'll, we will always read it and we promise that so. Um, so now that we know why we did this, let's talk about like the parameters of what the Retro Movie Roundtable will be. Kind of a code of the nights of the Retro Movie Roundtable, if you will. Um, I'll, I'll yeah. throw it out there and you can say like why we did it. Uh, I said, uh, first tenant, we're fans. We're, we're not experts. We're not critics. Yeah, we may have seen a lot of movies, but we are not claiming to be the absolute end-all be-all of movie aficionados uh we are here to grow and learn ourselves and uh you know please understand that sometimes when we have comments about certain things it's coming from a personal if not amateur experience that's right we didn't go to film school we've never worked in the film industry we've just watched a lot of movies and in john's case a heck of a lot of movies (laughs) and um you know, we love them and we want to share that enthusiasm with other people. And sometimes I find myself frustrated with critics, whether it be Leonard Moulton or Roger Ebert or uh, Roper. I mean, it's just it's one of those things where sometimes you, they seem to lose the ability to enjoy simple blockbuster summer movies or comedies or simple romantic comedies or whatever it is that are just beneath them. And they only like the hardcore dramas. So um, in some ways, I hope I never become a critic like that. I want to always love movies and that's okay. So that's, that's why we're not, we're not, we don't aim to be critics. Yeah. Um, tenant number two, uh, great movies, classic movies, acclaimed movies, intriguing movies, uh, you know, but also fun ones, uh, movies that should not be forgotten movies that you missed, uh, movies that you want to discover that you know are great, but you just never saw. And maybe a guilty pleasure or two thrown in. That's kind of like the wide range spectrum of what we want to cover. And I mean, it's not a lot of restrictions pretty much, right? Exactly. And again, if you all have an interesting perspective on genres, subgenres, or even just an interesting category, uh, that's again why we're here is to broaden our horizons and, and grow along with you and hopefully maybe pick out some movies that we haven't even heard of before. Um, so uh, tenant number three, the movies must be a, uh, at least a decade or older. And why, why do we do, why did we come up with 10 years, John? Well, I think that the best way to, it, at least in my mind to kind of put that is that sometimes you have to let a movie digest some time. And I, I'm sure that there's plenty of people out there because I know this has been my case where I've seen a movie didn't really think much of it. And then some years down the line, I've watched it maybe with a little bit more life experience. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Hmm, I understand that now, or I respect that a bit more. So, uh, we've had the time now to get out there and watch it because let's, although we've seen a lot of movies, I'm not going to pretend I get out to see as many as I used to when I was younger, especially when I worked at a movie theater, but it's, good to have that kind of aged like a like a fine wine it's like how does it taste years 
from when it was conceived. Does it hold up? Uh, it, it gives more interesting talking points. Just as with history or art or other things like that, as John pointed out, you're going to be able to assess things better as they whether they represent their time well when they're not right in the moment. So are these effects really actually good or did they just wow you for the time because you had never seen a fight with, you know, millions of robots standing on a battlefield? I mean, does it actually look good enough when you get 10 or even 20 years away from it? Does, are you being wowed by what they're doing or are you actually being wowed by the creation of the movie? And um, to be able to step back and also give people the time to see the movie. You know, 10 years goes by, and that gives people a lot of chance to see the movies that we're seeing. So, you know, you don't have to break your neck to get to the theater to enjoy our podcast. We hope we hope we pick movies that, at least a majority of the time, that if you enjoy watching movies, that you'll have already seen. And if you haven't, we hope that you take that as a challenge to go back and watch that movie with us. And in many cases, um, one of us may not have seen the movie ourselves, and uh, that's fun. Ride the ride with us. Go watch that movie and then come back and check out the episode. Which takes us to our next point. Um, to talk about these movies in any depth, uh, rule number four, uh, there were going to have to be spoilers. Uh, we, 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 I hate spoilers. I'm extremely spoiler adverse. But, John, why do we have to have spoilers? Well, being realistic, there's no way you can talk about a movie in depth if there are going to be zero spoilers. Uh, you can't talk about major plot points, character development, anything in that realm. So even as much as I tried to think about a way to not have spoilers in the podcast, and I think you did too, it's, it just it isn't realistic that you're going to have to talk about some of these, you know, ruined endings for people if you really want to cover a movie in its full range. That's right. I mean, and there are a few other podcasts out there if you just want more suggestions that, you know, don't spoil anything. But we thought that this was something that was kind of missing. Somebody who was really going to talk about the movie from top to bottom and really assess, like John mentioned, the direction, the story, um, whether they dive into how the set is made, the soundtrack, the uh, various ins and outs of the movie uh, and its creation and why all those things go together you can't do that if you don't talk about the whole movie and so we hope you're okay with that and we'll always warn you we'll never just spring something on you we'll always have a warning to let you know we're entering the waters of spoilers but after that point it's all off um so tenant number five our code number five. I've gotten away from our code of the Knights of the Round Table thing. Sorry. Um, five. Uh, cover a wide array of genres and expand our own range. John kind of touched on that already a little bit, but we just want to let people know that if we're not hitting something, tell us. Uh, anything to add on please. that? Please. Yeah. Pl pl please feel free to add any feedback on that. And sometimes it means we got to eat our vegetables. You know, I mean, like I think John and I both talked about it ahead of time. There's certain genres that we're more excited to do than others. Code number six, don't go to negative town, to quote Wedding Crashers. Uh, we love movies and we try and find the good in them. Why is that, John? Well, it being a shared experience, you know, it's really easy to just to overly criticize a movie or point out things that are wrong. But I think it's harder to identify the good and then also often really offer something constructive to it. So, you know, really just try to appreciate that some of these films that have been made that, that people poured 
you know, blood, sweat and tears into it. And uh, that we're not here to just rip it and, you know, take down other people's opinions, including each other's on the show uh, to just really poo poo a movie. Uh, it, it's just it, it doesn't bring people to good places and it often leads to, let's just say, disagreements. Yeah. We're not looking to pick bad movies on purpose either. Uh, you know, there are shows out there that go out of the way to lampoon bad movies and they have a fun time playing Mystery Science uh, 3000 theater uh, on uh, with with bad movies. And I'm not saying we'll never, ever pick one a one-off episode and do that. But generally speaking, we're not looking for bad movies because honestly, it's more fun to watch good movies than bad ones. Exactly. And, you know, we're not saying that we're going to only do movies that we all like. We're, we're going to have some ones that we don't care for as much, but uh, we're not going to go out of our way to totally trash them. No, no. Like I said, we're expanding our own boundaries. So, you know, uh, avoid excessive harsh language. If you write into the show uh, or if you're ever on the show for any reason, if uh, we who knows where things go, we're just going to keep it PG-13. So keep it family friendly. Yeah, uh, unless you're possibly maybe making a direct quote, but even then you might have to tone it down. Do a little do a little bleep moment and uh, j just like in a Christmas story, it's a fudge is perfectly acceptable. Uh share the experience or sorry, code 8 and uh, my last one, share the experience with others. Please, if you love this, share with your other friends who likes movies, uh like movies, pass it along online, uh share the love. This gets better the more people that add uh jump on board. You know, we have a group on Facebook that you can like, and each week I'd love to see a conversation talking about whether or not you liked it or not, what kind of movies you want to see coming up. Talk to each other. It's not just talking to John and I. Uh, it's talking to the other people in this community. So we're film fans. Yes, that's why we're all here. So um, John and I, as I kind of alluded earlier, uh, both, uh, we don't do this for a living. It is something we do in our free time. John is a father of a infant, uh, uh, you know, so it's a, um, almost one year old. Almost. Okay. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we have jobs, we have families, we have things that are going on. And so time, this, is, this isn't our job. Right. And so we'll do our best to give you an episode every week. Knowing maybe, maybe. that we're human beings and we'll try our best. And uh, so subscribe in case things come out at erratic times. And, uh, you know, we'll do our best. And I think we'll get better with time and uh, be patient with us if we're not. So this is a learning process for us as well. And uh, we will, as we've encountered growing pains in the past, we both anticipate more. So try to bear with us as we have those growing pains. So, John, how are we going to select the movies? When we do a show, we're going to pick one of us will pick three movies in advance from a different genre for the next week. And the other host will pick select from those three films. And that way we will both have time to watch it. And we're both involved in that selection process, because obviously whoever picks the three, you're not going to pick three that where one of them you're just not interested in seeing. And then the other person gets to really select the final answer on what that movie will be. So they will be back and forth on what genre, what, you know. But as I said, there might be some times 
October obviously lends itself a little bit more to the horror genre, so we might steer a little more into the scary movie category at that point in time. Uh, so we do want to try to be a little time relative, but we also don't want to get too stuck in one genre for very long. Yeah, basically, as John said, in one week you got a shortlister who comes up with three movies that fit that description, and then the other person will choose. And then the next week we flip those roles. And so this week, just to give you an example, I have prepared three action movies. Uh, so this will tell you what to listen to for the first episode. Uh, John, are you ready for some options? I was born ready. Option one, The French Connection from 1971. A pair of New York cops in the, uh, in the narcotics bureau stumble onto a drug smuggling job with a French Connection. Option two, Mission Impossible, 1996. An an American agent under false suspicion of disloyalty must discover and expose the real spy without help of his organization. Option three, escape from New York, 1981. In 1997, when the U.S. president crashes into Manhattan, now a giant maximum security prison, a convenient bank robber, or sorry, a convicted bank robber is sent to rescue him. So those are your three choices. French Connection, Mission Impossible, Escape from New York. Those are some good movies, but, you know, honestly, just having come out with another one this year, I, I think it would be a lot of fun to go back and look at the beginning of this new franchise of uh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible it is. And it's that simple. Every week, we'll just flip that around. So next time, John's going to hit me with three movies, and I'm going to pick from that. We let you know what we're going to do before we do it. The point of that is so you have a chance to watch it with a whole week's notice before we get to it. Absolutely. I this is this is as much for you all out there as it is for us and so we really want you all to be keeping along with us in the process and be involved in it we just wanted to do this to give you an opportunity to let you know who we are why we did this and why we're qualified to do this <laughs> exactly well thank so. you so much everybody thank you john i am looking really forward to going on this journey with you Oh, thank you. No, I'm glad to be a part of it. We look forward to growing with you all. So thank you, thank you everybody out there for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. If you didn't, just skip through it and go straight to the movies. Uh, until next time, be good to each other and watch more movies. John? I can't help myself but to say it, but uh, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship.